Welcome to episode 131B yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the uh-huh. Rad Dude Cast. My name is Brendan Ayer. I'm here Anthony. with in Astoria, Queens, New York City with Anthony DeVito. Why do I say B? Mm-hmm. Well, I'll tell you. Tell what. the people, Brendan. Greg has died. Mm. It's a solemn day for us here at the Rad Dude Cast. We're pretty sure Greg is dead and... Uh, we spend quite a bit of time making fun of Greg's sound recording abilities. Mm-hmm. Well, turns out the the uh, we've got a, yep. a foot in our mouth uh, because Anthony and I uh, are on our own here with Greg's sad passing, and uh, we just recorded an entire episode <laughs> of the Rad Dude Cast that did not record. Yep, one hour of a real slammer. Yeah, one hour, a lot of passion. A lot of energy, a lot of insightfulness, some good running jokes. Um, just We just did this a half hour ago. Yeah. What no, we, is about to happen? We regrouped. We took our hit. This has happened before. Yes. But not for a while. We no. haven't lost an episode in a while. Not, uh, not since the Dallas Morning Radio Show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, the Dallas Morning Radio Show, a famous one from the archives that no one's ever heard because... Uh, Greg had a great soundboard going, and we used probably a thousand sound cues, <laughs> and then the whole episode recorded, but not the soundboard. So, if we listen to it, and we tried listening to it, we thought about releasing it, but it's just jokes, and then just space left for the sound noises, um, but then they never come, so it's very, it was just, it was unlistenable, so. Unlistenable, possibly one of the best episodes we've ever oh, had. guaranteed. Unlistenable. And Greg uh, tried to say, uh, uh, when we found out that it didn't work, that we just had the episode recorded, but none of the sound cues recorded, of which, I swear to God, there were, I'm not exaggerating, <laughs> no, there, there were really were. probably 500 mm-hmm. of them. Greg goes, no, I'll just add them back in, over. I mean, he'd still be working He'd on, still be working on You that. guys know how long he takes with the t-shirts? Yeah. Just imagine how long he could take with a project like that. He'd be working on it right now. Uh, so let's get some business out of the way. Mm. Greg again has died. Yeah. Greg has died. Uh, funeral services will be held for him at Side Splitters in Tampa. Yeah. This Wednesday through, through Sunday. Sunday. So today Two through shows. Sunday, he'll be. You can be viewing him. He may tell jokes, but he is dead. He's dead. Uh, but do us a favor. Tweet at Greg Stone underscore. Tell him you're sorry to hear he died because he won't listen to this episode. Yeah. No. Give me your condolences. Never listen. Uh, what I've got set up now to ensure that we don't fuck up again i've got Uh two recording systems going here because we can't we're not using the soundboard so again this is the rad dude cast we made the charts this week guys we made the charts and that's great we want to keep that momentum alive please follow us at the rad dude cast on twitter uh rate review subscribe to the podcast itunes share it with your friends that's important to us do you have friends get them on board make them make them radicals make some friends make some friends get out there Uh, the other thing I'm going to get going, and we'll have this up by next week, especially now that we're on the charts, we're going to get a Patreon going. Mm. A lot of these podcasts yeah. have Patreons. Uh, we'll get a Patreon going, and what you can do then is you can pledge to support us as if we were a public radio, mm-hmm. and we'll offer you a bonus episode every month for our no. supporters. Uh, it's going to be great. <sighs> Fuck, Anthony. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I mean, I'm almost done with the sandwich. I feel good. After that didn't record, the last time I was like, ah, god damn it. But then we ate, now I feel good. I do too, and I feel like uh, if I get to just talk to my friend Anthony for another hour, it's fine. Uh, That's the thing. Also, the the episode isn't like the morning show where we were doing character. Yeah, no, no. That was just like, that was all improv, so that was hard to recapture. This episode, we were just talking. We were just talking. Oftentimes the talkers are when either, if, if you're out of town and it's just me and Greg, yeah. or if Greg dies and it's just me and you, we get to do a talker. <laughs> yeah. Because, and it's not to, anything to say of like, that's what I would prefer to be doing. Mm-mm. It's that two-man character work is harder. It's so because hard. There's, no, there's either no straight man or there's just a guy yeah. out there not on an island yeah. by himself. Yeah. Uh, and if you're the character, the other guy's like, well, I'm the striped man. That's it. That's what you got to do, basically. See, like, look, here, we'll give you an example. Yeah. Hello, Anthony. My name is 
Dick Pat Scrummage. Oh, okay. Dick Pat Scrummage. Well, thanks so much for coming into my uh, um, automobile shop. One radiator fix for Dick Pat. <laughs> yeah, man, you got it. You want a radiator fix. See, it's yeah. not great character work, you know? Dick Pat, sure. That's a classic name. A classic uh, Brendan character. Yeah. Dick Pat Scrummage? <laughs> I mean, Jesus, man. Uh, now, today is Wednesday. It's the 15th of, uh, uh, of March mm-hmm. in uh, the City of Angels, mm, New York. New York City. The Windy Lady. The Windy Lady. The Sunshine Gal. The, a little bit. The, the Red Dragon. Mm, the Red Dragon. The Lobster's the Claws mistress. of the Mill Seaboard. The Blue Stephanie. <laughs> the Rancid Karen. <laughs> uh, uh, now, so it's Wednesday. Rancid Karen. We're in a By the way. Definite improv team name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rancid Karen. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anyway. We are Rancid Karen. Suggestion yeah. from the audience. <laughs> uh, what'd you say? Tire? I think I heard uh, puke pussy. <laughs> All right. That's, yeah, that's uh, funny. Does anyone uh, ever do that? Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, almost a week ago, a week ago from tomorrow, yeah, you went in and you recorded a set mm-hmm. on television. Mm-hmm. For uh, the Tonight Show, is it the Tonight Show? <laughs> the Late Show. The Late Show with Stephen with Colbert. Stephen Colbert, mm-hmm. and it aired on Friday, and it was fantastic. Thank you very you much. You must feel great. I do feel good. Um, I I won't watch it. I'm you know because of whatever. We both are the same yeah. in that regard. Uh, it's too weird. But people, the outpouring, and before we even get into this, I just wanted to say, yeah, the outpouring of. Texts, emails, tweets, Facebook messages. Um, it's been overwhelmingly nice, very touching, and I just appreciate it so much. It means uh, the world to me. It really does. So, yeah, people have been saying nice things. So, in turn, I feel good about it because of it. Good. Uh, I don't know if this is recording. <laughs> See, well, we got the, the phone, I man. got my phone going. Yeah. So, if that, if need so be. So, if anything, we just got the phone. Yeah. Because uh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Fuck, man. Now I see the stress Greg has as the sound engineer. Yeah, you know, it's funny because we really spent a decent amount of time on the one that didn't get recorded really laying into him about how he doesn't know what he's doing with those buttons and those knobs. And he's maybe he's he's doing he's doing real things the whole time. Fate has yeah. dealt us a slap in the face. <laughs> yeah, really has. We spent 10 minutes, oh. uh, no, no, no more than an hour and a half ago, shitting yeah. all over Greg. Cut him down. Uh, and then, sure enough, we couldn't record a goddamn podcast, and oh, he records God. it day in, day yeah. day out with little to no complaining. Oh, yeah. a lot of complaining. A lot of complaining, yeah. but fun complaining. He does the job. Yeah. He does the job. Yeah. Uh, so what I want to do today, because yeah. I thought this would be useful, I thought, you know, you, you, you hear a lot about late night sets sure. in the world of comedy, but yeah. what you don't hear a lot about is sort of like... The practical experience right. of doing them. So I don't really right. care about like yeah. about like what what was your joke structure? Like, right. Well, yeah, how, yeah, how yeah. often did you write? I want right. to know. I want to know about the ins and outs of that set. I want right. to know. Okay, so how long was this in the works? This was in the works uh, for months. I would say four or five months, because over I uh, we're in March. Maybe not four or five months, but a couple months. We're in March, December, I had two years ago, this is going back to, actually, yeah, so this is in the works two years, in a sense. Two People years don't realize ago, how long this should take. Yeah. Two years ago, I sent a set to um, the booker from Conan. Mm-hmm. To, uh, I had a couple of people reach out to them on my behalf to say things about me, he should take a look at me, yeah. sent him a set, he finally gets back to me, very busy over there, yeah. so it's like, it's just kind of the, the time period sometimes you're looking at. Sends me uh, um, great, uh, meticulous notes on the set. Yeah, and goes, likes the set. Likes the set. Has great, nice things to say. Now, really comes ago, through. And sorry to interrupt. Two no, years yeah. ago, you send this set in two years ago. How close was that set to the set that actually aired on uh, um, on Colbert? Not that yeah, close. Yeah, not not that, that close. Most of those jokes you didn't have two years. Yeah, right? most yeah. Um, um, so yeah, send him the set, likes it, goes, here's here's how I see the order of the tape that you sent me. Yeah. So I'd like to see a tape of the jokes in this order. Yeah. So I go to make that tape for him. And so when would this be? This would be 
um, late November. So it took forever till you heard back. Yes, it took a while to hear back from him, but when I did, just I mean, awesome notes, yeah, yeah. really, really thorough. Uh, so I, I'm taping the set at Stand Up New York. Happenstance, the booker for Colbert is there that night. Sees me do the set, is taken by it. So you're taping a set for Conan. I'm taping a set for Conan. And the booker from Colbert, Colbert happens to be happens at the club. Happens to be at the club. Wow. Yeah. So I don't even know she's there. I'm just doing the set. Comes up to me afterwards, pays me a compliment. You know, don't think a ton of it. Just, yeah. it's sort of, hey, that's validating that a set I'm taping, right. the booker for another late night show thinks is a good set. Yeah, yeah. So I feel good about that. Uh, next day, I get an email from my manager saying that she's she's saying she could get me a date on Colbert right away. So wow. if you, yeah, it's like for people that don't know about the date process for this, sometimes can be can last for a long time. can last for a long time. So the idea of getting me on Colbert, like even the next week, she was saying at that point was you know something that we had to take into consideration. Yeah. Now I didn't want because the Conan Booker was so nice to me. And I didn't want him to feel slighted. Yeah, of course. And, yeah, I, and you don't want to, you don't want to, you got to be careful. You don't want to like, you never want to make enemies in no, this business. And no. not really like, not meaning personal enemies, just business. You don't want to be yeah. shitty. You don't want to be shady. I just, I never want comedy to change me as who I am. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. it can, it very easily can. So yeah. it's like, I really wanted to be conscious of that from starting this. Right. So it's like, I did, I, if, if if any way it felt like I was doing anything underhanded or backstab or any using leverage any of that yeah. stuff I never wanted to do right, that. Right, right. So uh, they remained pretty open with him about that, and he couldn't have been any nicer about the whole thing. That's the funny thing. Yeah. When you're on the up and up, yeah, it always works out. When yeah. you go out to that guy and go, "Hey, look, man, like yeah. I don't want to screw you over," yeah, but. He knows Colbert's totally. a bigger show. Totally. He knows what it means for stand up to do. Yeah. You know, and he's like, if you can get a date, get a date. Yeah. So he, yeah, super. Because I don't know how that world works. Yeah. But I want to be as open as possible with the people well, it's in weird. the world. It's weird because I still. Sometimes I still feel as if I haven't truly done a late night set. I mean, I've done it, I've been on it. Yeah. But my experience was so different from how it goes. Like, yeah. I didn't. Have to deal with any notes. Yours is totally yeah. It's you're, totally yeah, different. I didn't have totally to deal with a booker. It was yeah. like somebody recommended me to set. Right. <laughs> they gave me a date. Yeah. No one ever said shit about my yeah, set. Yeah, yeah. Like to this day, yeah. he said he liked it at the time. He may have hated it. I don't know. <laughs> Nobody's ever said any. I don't yeah. think anyone knows what I said still. Uh, no, but it was great. But your experience is more typical, where it's a yeah. lot of back and forth. Yeah. That's also funny that like if a kid asks you like, "Hey man, how do you get on Colbert?" You gotta be like, "Well, well. first." You email the booker at Conan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you go through the process with <laughs> yeah, them, yeah. and then you start the process with somebody else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they worked everything out, uh, and nobody nobody got hurt. Nobody felt slighted. Everyone was cool. I sent a private email, you know, just, yeah, yeah. just being like, just thanking him for being so gracious about the whole thing. That's another thing with the private emails. Like, I don't lose touch with that. I think sometimes, yeah. I think sometimes, like, with our, I mean, I don't have an agent. You have an agent, but with managers and agents handle so much for yeah. us that people sometimes are like, ah, I don't have to say anything. But it's like, yeah, no, it's say like, something. You're say the something. person. It's yeah. still you. You're exactly They're representing you. It's directly affecting me. Yeah, yeah. And you doing this was a thing you didn't. You could have been difficult about this. Yeah. And you weren't, and that means a lot. Yeah. So like you, sh- it sh- there should be an, a personal acknowledgement of that kind of behavior. Yeah. So anyway, so from there. Um, so then the approval process then begins with CBS. With CBS. In so you, they, 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 at that point, you're approved, well, approved for to get it, but they have to approve the set. Exactly. So, so do you ever send them a tape? A, a series of tapes. Yeah. I sent tape after tape after tape. Yeah. Cause like, that's the other thing that, uh, it's, it's hard to get a good tape. Very because, hard. People don't realize that. Cause the crowds, the sets gotta work. The crowd has to be good. And just visually, they have to see you. Yeah. So all three of those things, it's not easy to get them all because if the crowd is packed, then that means there's nowhere to set up the camera directly yeah. to, so they can see your face. That's you, one thing I would, I think is important for like younger comics to know. And yeah. Like we're not, look, we're still. Yeah, we're still, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, this is just what we but know like, up to I this see point. guys making tapes and I think there's this idea out there that to some degree, like, managers and industry people have put out there, yeah. which I disagree with, this idea that, like, nah, 
don't worry so much about the audience. These people evaluate jokes. They know if it's good or not. Right. I couldn't disagree with that more. Yeah. They don't. Nobody knows. No one person, they think they know. Yeah. And they feel as if they do. But even though they may not think this... The audi- a bad audience yes. is going to convince them it's totally. bad. Exactly. Like you need a good t- if you're making a yeah. tape always like I see sometimes people t- making tapes at open mics and shit. Yeah. It's like, "No, what are you doing? No, yeah. you can't do this. You have to kill on a tape. It yeah. has to kill." Yeah. You know? Cuz they can see over the jokes. Yeah. But they they they're only going off this for how the audience reacts to those yeah. jokes. The psychology so, of right. it tricks them. Yeah. Also, because they can go, man, I see how these are great jokes. Yeah. But to a crowd of people, they didn't. The show you're going to be taping is for a crowd of people, so that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so now that th- there are exceptions to that rule, like there's a famous, and that's not taking away anything from your set or the jokes. Yeah, yeah, set. exactly. It's just the psychology of the people the psychology. watching. It. There are exceptions to that. If you're good enough and have enough of a vision, like. Like uh, uh, Nate Fernald, a friend of ours, who do, do you know the story about his half hour no. submission? Oh, so he booked a half hour for Comedy Central last year. He did a yeah, half yeah, hour. Yeah, yeah. His tape that he submitted was just him doing stand up for Joe Para. <laughs> <laughs> it was just oh, so man. our friend Nate booked wow. a half hour, and his half hour tape was just him and our other friend Joe Para watching him do a half hour. Why, that, dude? They should have followed through with that for the actual tape. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the funniest thing yeah, ever. Yeah. If you yeah. see a guy's half hour taping and it's just <laughs> Joe, another comic. <laughs> yeah, because you, would, I mean, he's done Joe Para's done stuff on Comedy Central. Yeah, so yeah. you'd be like. This guy did a half hour for his friend. <laughs> yeah. and, but keep all the other chairs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just keep every... Yeah, yeah. That's so funny. It's so man. funny. So that's if like hilarious. if you are good enough that you have some grand idea like that, yeah, yeah, then by it. all means, go Just for go it. go for it. But yeah, that's pretty it. rare. Yeah, that is uh, extremely rare. Like our friend, uh, a friend of ours, I won't say his name, uh, uh, but he, uh, he submitted... Because I guess Montreal is... They're not doing auditions for unwrapped anymore it's just all taped okay he submitted a naked tape <laughs> and uh normally i would say that's a mistake but who this guy was it makes sense for i was who just is. like yeah, yeah man like uh if it works within the realm of what you do yeah uh i was like uh I was like, yeah, dude. I mean, because he was I already like, knew. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know, but I totally knew. And it, it, I, it was bite my tongue. Because he was like, I don't know. And that's I was like, he was like, I probably won't get it anyway. I was like, yeah, dude, I think that's the move. Yeah. You, you fuck him. You know? Give him a little candy. Yeah, give him, give a, little him a little candy. candy you know? Yeah, you don't him, like the give set? Him candy. Well, you, how about my body? <laughs> yeah. That's not bad. So, so, was that process frustrating at all as you're getting this set together? Um, I mean, uh, not really. I mean, the frustrating but that's all my own doing yeah any frustration was just frustration of the um i guess the environment not being ideal for the sure that was really sure that's it's hard people don't get it people don't get that most stand-up shows are less than perfect yeah more much more than less than perfect yeah and i think i think the reason people as other than stand-ups don't get that is because usually it seems fine to the audience. Right. You guys always, for the most part, unless it's like a really shitty show, right. you're just like, yeah, this is stand-up. Right. But we know. We know what killing is. We yeah. know how good it can be. Right. So when it, and it's usually not, yeah. you know? And there's just so many things that can go wrong. I mean, yeah. you're, you're just performing at a club. Yeah. There's just people there going to a comedy show. Yeah. They're not like, oh, cool, this guy's trying to run a set for five minutes. Right. I'll behave myself. Right. They're, they're, they're not. Right. They, you know... So you're dealing with that. So that was the only frustration was uh, getting the actual tape and and just work because you, you know how it is. Yeah. You were like, man, hot today, cold tomorrow, right. kind of thing. Right. right. Like, oh, I, you know, and and she, the Booker never gave me this impression at all. She yeah. was nothing but great. But um, but just like, oh, if I don't get this to them fast enough, I'll be forgotten about. Right. Right. So that was the, the only thing. But they were uh, they were very um on point about alleviating whatever that um, worry was. Yeah, and so you get the set dialed in. Eventually you get you get yeah. a good tape. Get a good tape. Um, and then, yeah, get a good tape. And then, like, sort of near the final stages of when maybe I would be getting a date soon, Yeah. one of the jokes um, wasn't approved. So one of, like, 
I guess like when it went to the higher ups, yeah. I don't know like the ins and outs of how it worked, but it was a joke where I could understand why it wouldn't be approved at CBS, and it you know it could go either way. And I think in the end they went the other way with the joke. Yeah. So that changed the mechanics of the set. That was what that was what was weird about Seth Meyers. Because you and never, we, yeah. Well, and we talked about it like <laughs> we talked about this an hour ago. We talked about this an hour ago, <laughs> but like, um, and I think the big reason. You know, I, w- I got away with some stuff on that set. Like, yeah. it's kind of a dirty set. Yeah, like, man, you, I mean, you closed on the yeah the, on the baby like, joke. Jack off. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, no one ever said anything. <laughs> yeah. And I was yeah. freaking out because, like, no one... <laughs> yeah. It wasn't that... It wasn't, like... I think when, when everything goes through, they just don't tell you anything. So I was, like, right. waiting for right. someone to tell me. Like, yeah. I was convinced, like... I was telling my manager, like, no, man, I don't think they get that joke. Like, I don't think they understand what I'm doing. Because uh, I think, I think, I thought there was a disconnect. Like, they never, I never submitted a tape, I don't think. I'm pretty sure. Right. Yeah. I just submitted a transcript because they knew, right, right. And they gave me a date and, a tra- and like a transcript. And I was like, no, they don't understand the joke, man. Nobody's told me anything. <laughs> But part yeah. of that, I think the reason it got through... But that crushed. I'm yeah, sure. it did great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I knew it would. Like, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's a fun joke because it's a, somehow it's a filthy joke that's not that That's not dirty. really, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the imagery is filthy. Yeah. But the but saying of it, you're just like... The cinema is whimsical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, that's it's a big difference. Seth is, is later... Right, Colbert, right, which right, that right. makes a huge difference. No, Man, time is yeah. huge on TV. Yeah. It's later, and then on top of that, NBC versus CBS. Is CBS is yeah. a more conservative network. Yeah. And at the time, uh, Colbert was number one. Yeah. So that's a he lot still of eyeballs. Is, I and he still right. is, yeah. So, um, so that joke changes. That goes out of the set. And because of that, they give more more feedback into what they want in the set and yeah. the order that they think would work, which now, is really helpful. Now, what do you do? Do you give them, at that point, they take that joke out. Do you give them options or do you? Um, yeah, they kind of were like, here's the jokes that we like for the set. And then I kind of looked at it and maybe moved one or two things around. To be now, like, how I do think, they know about those jokes? Did you give them a longer thing? I gave them a point? longer tape initially. Yeah. So they looked from those tapes and they picked from there. Yeah. Um, which I was happy about because I was concerned about doing a joke that was that risque yeah. on CBS. Because it's like my grandma is going to watch this. Uh, and to close on something uh, which alludes to me sucking yeah. my own dick. Yeah. <laughs> it's not what I. The joke's not about you, that, but that's in the joke. This is a question for me because I'm in the process of I want to get another late night tape yeah, together yeah. and start pushing out, submitting. Yeah. Do you think, would you, do you think at the beginning, like, my instinct has always been give him a f- f- banging tight five, ready to go. Do you think it might be wiser to do just a give him a tight eight? eight. Yeah. Just give him eight. Give him a tight eight because yeah. you never know. Because everything gets chopped and screwed so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, you give him a whole. I mean, you give him a whole joke. They may take if it's a minute long joke. They may take twenty seconds yeah. from that joke because they know their show. Yeah, and they know their audience's attention span. And where things are gonna lie when you're in the room. Real, 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 uh, serious uh, kind of uh, use of chopped and screwed. It's <laughs> a, a real, a real. Uh, That's a real, a real DJ Early two thousands <laughs> hip hop mix. Paul Wall. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Boss Hog Outlaws. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Oh man. Uh, so yeah, give him, give him a tight eight. Yeah, I think that's what I'll do. Uh, yeah. So, so at that point, you got the set, mm-hmm. you got the set approved. Mm-hmm. When do you get a date? I got a date two days before. Fuck! So you got so, a date early last week. Yes, I taped last Thursday, Tuesday morning. She texted me that I was going to be on Thursday, and so, I, I hadn't run the set in this order. I only ran it once to get it on tape for them so you and that text, was it you just wake up to a text I wake up for a text hey, do you want to be on you wanna, the biggest late <laughs> yeah, night program yeah. on national yes, TV yes 100% that wow. was it I'm, wow. I'm on the couch sleeping we talked about this I don't even think I need to bring that up again well, you, you more bugs in your room you had yeah. to sleep out on the couch sleep I thought this the... bug issue was dealt with first of all these We're spiders aren't going room. anywhere man what do you mean they're not you had a fucking uh, you had an exterminator come did you not we sprayed we had someone take a look for something else that found out to be nothing um, and we just got bug spray and I sprayed all over this place. But these spiders are tricky sons of bitches. 
I don't like this. Anyway, so I, 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 like I sleep. Game. I'm sleeping on the couch in my apartment. Yeah. That night, it's and driven I, you out of your own room. It's driven me out of my own room. <laughs> I sleep on the couch, and I get this text that morning. So then, that's a whirlwind because now I have to run this set enough to feel comfortable with the order in two days. In two days. How many sets do you line up for yourself to run it? Uh, twice. Um. Six. Six. Wow. Two, and then four the next night. You did four. On, I did four on the Wednesday. night before. Yeah. Wow. Nice. Yeah. And that was that was good because I I'd done the jokes a million times, know them in and out. Yeah. But I've never done them in that order. Yeah. So God forbid I freak out up right. there, muscle memory kicks in, and I just kind of go off that. Right. So right, I right. so I just I know it internally. You know it inside and out. So, so that was just the point times. of that. So I at, run it four times. At that point, are you? Uh, Tuesday, you get the text. Mm-hmm. Who do you call first? Who do you tell first? Uh, Greg? Was it Greg in the building, no. or do you call your mom? I call my mom. Because yeah. I call my mom because you told everyone the week before in the nursing home the wrong date. So that's <laughs> now, why. your mom's not in the nursing home. She's at your grandma's nursing home. My grandma's nursing home. She tells everyone she there. She tells everyone in my grandma's nursing home for no reason that I was going to be on last Sunday. She just Sunday. says it. She Sunday, goes, where Sunday, uh, the program does the not program air. The program doesn't air. The, the, the nurse that we're close with there tells all her friends... Every one of her friends, she calls Phoenix, Dallas, uh, they all just watch the news. Yeah. They all stay up to watch the news. No, no, not a single one of them checks the TV guide. Not one of them Too excited. Hey, I don't think there's late night shows on (laughs) Sunday. She just says it. So I call her first to be like, look, this is the actual date. You can tell everybody. Go for it. Isn't it funny what mom, like, the brain of a mom (laughs) is a delicate creature. Delicate. Because, like, my mom will do this thing. Where, like, it hasn't happened in a while, but she'll, like, I'll come home from New York, you know, and she'll go, I made your favorite, salmon. <laughs> it's the only food I hate. I eat oh, anything. Oh, but yes. it's, like, in her head that I love it. I love my mom yeah. so much that, I, like, it's this delicate thing of being <laughs> like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, I've literally my whole life, I won't eat salmon. I hate salmon. Yeah. And somehow it's in your head that it's my favorite, totally. but also you're doing this really nice thing for me. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, okay, mom. Like every time, my grandma would make homemade applesauce, and yeah. she raised me, you know, and knows yeah. me. She knew me. She spent more time with me on a day to day basis than my mom. Yeah, just every time. She, I hate homemade applesauce. <laughs> yeah. Not her homemade. I just hate applesauce. Yeah. But every time she made it, big old bowl of it, right in front of me. Just <laughs> yeah. go. Here's your favorite. <laughs> yeah, it, moms every time are was a fight. To, like you can't. Especially, I think our moms are at the age with, particularly for women, men also, but like, it, it, and it's not, it's not like early onset Alzheimer's, it's something to do with like post-menopause. Women yeah. just start to be forgetful in a way, like, <laughs> just make up. Like make decisions to say like your mom saying yeah. Anthony's on right. Sunday. Just you haven't told her Sunday. No, no one no. knows. Like my mom will do that stuff. stuff. Like stuff gets in her head where it's just like, how did this? Yeah. It just climbs in her head. How did this get it's in a there? Bug that couldn't get out. <laughs> yeah. and it just if it stays long enough, it yeah. becomes a fact. It becomes a fact. It starts off as an innocent thought. Yeah, but if she keeps it in there for two or three days, yeah, it's a fact and it already happened. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah, it's already done. Anthony will be on Sunday. Mom, I told you I didn't know yep. when I was going to be on. Plus, there's no show Sunday. Yep. Her going, he's going to be on Sunday. He already taped it. It went great. He <laughs> <laughs> was terrific on it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched him last yeah. Sunday. My Fantastic. God. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me take a quick break and we'll yeah, get yeah, back yeah. into that. This is the rad dude cast, okay? You guys took us onto the charts. We're 79th on the comedy podcast charts this week. Uh, thank you for listening. Keep listening. You can follow me at Airbud, E Y R. E-B-U-D on Twitter. You can follow Anthony at Anthony DeVito, D-E-V-I-T-O underscore on Twitter. And follow Greg at Greg Stone underscore on Twitter, who is, of course, dead. Please tweet at him. Yes. Give him your condolences. Tell, Tell him you heard he died. If he were to be alive, he might possibly be in Tampa at Side Splitters tonight. Through Sunday with Joe List. Uh, the other thing, we're going to get have a Patreon. Uh-huh. Next week, we're going to have a Patreon, and we'll have the details for you on that next week. Patreon is a, a listener-supporting mechanism mm-hmm. where you can pledge to support us every month just to put a little extra money in our, our pocket, make this sure. easier for us to do so I don't have to go down to the uh, uranium mines where I've been working. <laughs> God. Anything to keep you away from the mines. Um, Conditions there 
aren't up to code. Well, here's the thing. I haven't found a lick of uranium, and <laughs> well, yeah. no one's been paying me. <laughs> yeah, they're just sending you down there <laughs> yeah. for nothing. It, 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 in fact... A real waste of a day. It might be just a guy's yard. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think it is. But I get dressed up. I get my gear. Of course. I'm in there. I'm digging. I'm yeah, digging. Go to a uranium mine not dressed up. <laughs> yeah. Full tuxedo. Full tuxedo. What are you, crazy? A lobster thermidor <laughs> in my <laughs> lunch pail. Yeah. Uh, all right. So two days before, two you days got before this, you got the set nailed in, you're running it six times. Running it. What do you start thinking? You, you're inviting your friends. You didn't invite me. That's, That's fine. that process. You were a natural invite. I'm we not a natural about invite. This. That's a natural invite. Now, if I had a gone, would I have been backstage with Greg or out front with you the jabrones? You'd have been out front, not with the jabrones. That's a way you put it. To uh, that's uh, see, this is I wouldn't have came. Even I'll if I weren't you, in Cleveland, I wouldn't have come. Now, I'm here's backstage. a guy who did Late Night with Seth Meyers, had Greg and I in the audience, which I'm sure made a world of it difference for you. But let me say, the difference being, my brother was backstage with me. Yeah. Okay? Uh-huh. My brother was backstage. But once you're bringing friends backstage, <laughs> yeah, I get it. I don't have a brother. I get it. Greg is fair. your better friend. I understand. He's known you longer. Does it hurt? <laughs> yeah, it hurts. But. You think I'm going to be mad at Colin? You a bone. You throw me a bone and you get me back there with him. You think I was like, look, man, when you had your brother back there, who you've known your entire life. Yeah, he's my brother. And I wasn't back there. That really bothered me. Well, I put you up front with Greg. (laughs) Well, that's what I mean. I put, I would have put you up front. It would have done so much for me to have you out there. Because like I said to you, oh, but an hour ago, (laughs) this makes such a huge difference. It's different from every other comedy set I've ever seen or done. It is. It's, it's I've crazy. never felt nervous for anyone ever of my friends doing stand-up. But when you did it late night with Seth Meyers, that was the first time I was ever nervous. It's a whole different thing. It's a whole different thing. It's not. It's a version of stand-up, but it's not exactly stand-up. Well, in my mind, it was like, this could make or break me. And then it's like, um, <laughs> it could have broke me. It sure didn't make me. <laughs> <laughs> that, but that's, there's something comforting in that. Yeah. The yeah. worst it can do is nothing. Uh, and the best is it can do is, you know... Some stuff down the road. Okay, so two days before, you so do you start, when did you start planning what you were going to wear? Uh, well, I didn't really know, because, um, so I thought, just because it follows in the tradition of Letterman, uh, it's at the Ed Sullivan, it's the same show, and the, yeah. the, the procedure with Letterman, you wear a suit. You wear a suit. That was it. So I was all set to wear my friend's uh, suit that I had to get for his wedding over the summer. So, so I was it's like, your I have suit. this navy blue suit. Yes, no, <laughs> you, but my you were suit. because you got it for his wedding. You refer to it as his suit. It's suit. Yeah. It's Mike's suit. <laughs> really, it seems like you have it. Well, it's mine, but I got it for Mike's wedding. So it's Mike's. Yeah, in my head, he owns yeah. It. yeah. So I was set to wear that, and then I got notes from the network saying because of the way that I look, and I was going to open with jokes about the way I look, scruffy, disheveled. Yeah. That they, I absolutely wasn't to wear a suit. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Because they, they thought it would have taken away from what I do. That's interesting. Yeah. Which was also, too, I think, because I had never done a late night set. Yeah. That they wanted me to be as comfortable as possible. Again, Seth Meyers, literally <laughs> no guidance on anything. It's so Come funny. on in, do whatever you want. This conversation, I mean, it couldn't be any more different. Any more, experiences that we had. such a different, nobody, yeah. nobody even asked what I was going to wear. <laughs> Nobody asked what I was going to wear. Nobody asked. Nobody knew what I looked like. Do you think that's what I was going to say? Do you think some people were like, oh, he's a guy? Here's the thing. I thought it was a woman the whole time. Here's the thing. If you're a stand-up comic and you want to be on television, just show up around the time they (laughs) tape Seth Meyers. You'll probably get on. (laughs) Yeah, man. You show up in a suit, they'll go, I guess he's doing it. You'll get right on there. Um, so yeah, so that was, um, that made things easier because we did a day, Greg, I went to my stylist, I went to Greg and Shacky. Greg and Shacky, sure. two style, uh, icons. Two icons, a couple fashion plates. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so we go, you know, get a shirt that I didn't end up wearing. Yeah. Because I thought I just needed something. Is that in here? Uh, yeah, I think it's the other side of the door. It's just that plaid shirt. Oh, sure. This one? Yeah. That's a nice shirt. That's I know, a nice here's the shirt. This plaid, I don't know if it plays on TV. Yeah, you said that. Patterns get wavy. Yeah. You got to be know careful, that. so throw it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is yeah. Kenneth Cole reaction? I yeah. got a reaction. Is that throw a good company? Kenneth Cole? Yeah. It's, he, listen, he's a top designer. Okay. I think he sold himself out a little bit in the last yeah. five, seven years. Because it's not that comfortable. You, it's, here's what I go by when people I think are losing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because I'm a big Marshalls guy. Yeah. I love Marshalls. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as 
I see someone that's in Marshalls a little too much, yeah. I say, mm, I, don't, I don't like this. Something's gone wrong for you, <laughs> Kenneth. Because they're moving your shit in Marshalls like it's yeah. nothing. Uh-huh. You know? Okay. But this is a nice shirt, I will say. Yeah, the pattern's nice. Um, so I had that and the suit. and But then the night before, while I was running around doing the sets, the booker was with me, and she said, just wear, get a pair of dark jeans. That's yeah. all you need. And then whatever you want to wear on top, just wear the nicest thing that you would normally wear on top at a comedy club. Yeah, and she clearly doesn't know you. Uh, <laughs> I've never seen you in anything but a t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I really took the, yeah. So I kind of walked out of the house with what I would normally wear with a nicer pair of jeans. And because it was TV and it wasn't just a spot, uh, I wore shoes. Your shoes That's look like great. the differentiating thing. Now, when you say that, you the, clarify for the audience, he's not normally not wearing shoes. He means he wore nice shoes. Yeah, I wear, yeah, yeah dress-up shoes. Yeah, he's not, uh, he's not, uh, Jack Johnson. Oh, he's no, I'm not, I'm not Gurman. Gulliver. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that was, and then I just, I, the jacket, I just needed a jacket because it was cold out, and that yeah. was a jacket I grabbed, and then that day ended and up they, liking they the said, jacket. Just wear that on so stage. they get out. You know, it's funny too. The, the warm up comic came in the green room while I was just sitting there in my outfit, and he goes, "Ha ha! You should wear that on stage." <laughs> and I was like, oh, "Yeah, I, I am, kind of." And it was like a real, uh, yeah, it was a weird moment. Who does warm up for them now, Paul? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um. So it was kind of a funny moment. Uh, and, that's great. So, you, so you, what time? They tape. What time do they tape? They tape. Uh, they start taping at six. So when do you car leave came here? Car comes here. Four. And it's who's in the car? You and Greg. Me and Greg and the okay, driver was a lot of again. fun. All right. Very comfortable. Once again, you were in Cleveland. <laughs> uh, talked about action movies. Uh, plot points about the Fast and the Furious. John Wick. It was a great time. All your it was favorites. a great car ride. So you get there. Like so I, I get said there. on the, the previous episode, they tried to send me yeah. a car. For, yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to so send me a car story. for Seth Meyers yeah. and said, no way. Yeah, I mean, I'm not this putting is my life crazy, in a car man. driver. Okay, what if I get late? I'll <laughs> take care of it. Tell me what time to be there. I'll fucking be there. <laughs> I can't. Don't try and, I can't, man. <laughs> don't try and... You're going to try and fuck me. You're driving to the river. <laughs> yeah, so you really... No, you, gotta, you can't trust these people. So then what did you and Colin end up doing? I think we took an Uber. Yeah. But made sure we took... Uh, <laughs> above ground ways so that if we had to get out of the car and run you were right. I, that's what I was I was saying the last thing I couldn't believe you didn't just do this all yourself what you didn't walk there I, I can't believe you even took the chance of taking an Uber with no we made else. sure it was uh, we left about 8 hours early <laughs> oh this was the thing Greg was pissed because I before that because I had gotten the jeans that morning I, I got a massage down the street just to relax Greg was ready at noon for the four p.m. pickup, waiting on the couch, freaking out about me. <laughs> I stumble in, and then I come out. He didn't know what I was gonna wear. I come out in just any outfit, and he was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> <laughs> and then we just took off. It was it was great. And then uh, yeah, we get there five o'clock. Uh, I, they 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 shuffle me right into the back door. Feel very cool. There's people snapping pictures outside for the celebrities that are gonna be on sure. the show. I'm waving to them, acting like I'm a big deal, it, having fun for me. It's so fun because, like, you're not a celebrity, but you want to, like, I remember that feeling of wanting to tell people, like, no, I'm on the show. Yeah. yeah no, I'm yeah. not you. I'm not you. I'm not here in any kind of fucking line. <laughs> <laughs> Don't think I'm you, you fucking Tulsa. Yeah. yeah. So we go to the green room. It's stacked with uh, great stuff in that green room. Um, they give you your own green room, right? Own green room. I got uh, water bottles. Uh Ice bucket full of beer, espresso machine, loaf of bread, nice cheese, cookies. That's a funny chips. move. Just a loaf of bread. Loaf of bread, real classic. Do move. they have lunch meat? No, no, no. So what are you supposed it to do? It wasn't with like bread? a make your own sandwich bar. So what do you do with the bread? They had bread and cheese, like a real like French evening. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, a good French evening. Now, who else <laughs> yeah. was on the show? Uh, Felicity Huffman. Did you see her? My nemesis. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't see her. They had separate green rooms, and then. I forget her name. Jeanette something something. She's got three names. But she was the Vince's sister in Friday Night Lights. And uh, she was in Full House. She was Michelle's friend. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, yeah. I remember her. Yes, which was very cool. Did you talk to her at all? No, I didn't get okay. to talk to anybody. Okay. But, uh, so just you and Greg back there. Now, just Becky coming to the back? Becky's back there. <laughs> um, okay. And then the booker and the booker's boss. Okay. And they were they made everything very comfortable. Yep. So we're having fun. We're joking around. Five o'clock, she takes me to the stage just to walk the stage, do a sound check, yeah. get to know the room, um, which was huge. We were talking about yeah, that. Yeah. They did that for you with Seth, right? I love how they like... 
this version, version two of the yeah. podcast, is just like the overview, and then we talked about that earlier. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but on no the one, one that got idea. thrown in the garbage. I know. You know, here, I think this one's fine, but yeah. doesn't it seem like the one before was better? Of course it was. Yeah, yeah. Of course, because yeah. it was all fresh. It was all fresh. Because in our heads, we're trying to hit points and yeah. not over... Yeah. yeah, we fucked ourselves. But it's okay. I mean, it's, this is still interesting. Yeah, well, the first one didn't have... Uh, Dick Pat Scrummage. That's true. Old yeah. Scrummage didn't make the cut. They <laughs> yeah. knew with their uranium mines. Yeah, it wasn't Ooh, in there. Cool. Uh, so you do the walkthrough, which is a nice feeling, because then nice all of a sudden feeling. you're like, ah, this is a show. Yes. This is a show. I can, you know, I'm doing a show in a room. That's all it is. Have you seen Colbert yet? No, okay. not yet. Okay. So then the taping starts. Um, oh, now correct me if I'm wrong. Colbert tapes. Two shows on Friday, two correct? Two on Thursday. On Thursday, so mine right. mine airs Friday, but it taped Thursday. And was yours the first show Second. taped? Second. Second. So he had already taped. So he already taped. And there's a break? Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's that's a that's a busy week on the guy. Sure. You know? So, yeah. Um, so the taping starts. We're good. We're in the room. We're hanging out. Greg's making me laugh. It, it's comfortable. It's a fun yeah. atmosphere. And then uh, 20 minutes before yeah. I'm about to go up is when... Physically, I can feel nerves happening. Yeah, yeah. Now, do they... Uh, um, it's a long wait, if I recall, because yeah. they tape the whole show. They tape the whole show, and you yeah. go at the end. You're back there for a long time. Yeah. Because you're there before the show... Well, you're there before the show starts. Yes. And then it's just a long and show. And then... Because then, then, what people don't know, too, is like, for the taping, they come out. Yeah. Seth will come out. Or yeah. he'll come out. And he'll do some Q&A. Mm-hmm. He'll, there's a warm-up comic. Yeah. So there's a lot. And then there's just people getting seated. Yeah. So you're there the whole time before yeah. that. And then you're there for the whole show. Did you... So that's hours. So we had a monitor in the green room. Yeah. And same. you could watch the show. Uh-huh. I basically had it on but turned down. Yeah. That's like, what, I watched yeah. it a little, but uh-huh. I was more like yeah. just talking. Yes. Yeah. The same thing. I think I watched one sketch... But otherwise, it was just talking. Yeah. You just want noise. Yeah. To yeah. take you out of yeah. being in your own head. Yeah. So within 20 minutes before, you know, the noise sort of dissipates because you've been in there for two hours. Yeah. There's not much more to talk no, about. No, no. And then also, it's becoming, it's near the hour and everyone's aware of it. Yeah, yeah. So now it's like, you're, I was in my own head. I, you know, heeded your advice where I just like was pounding water so my mouth didn't get dry. Because for me, that's. The first step of my nerves is mouth dry. Well, yeah, a lot of people that I told Anthony beforehand. I said the one thing I wish someone had told me before Seth Meyers was there's a time your nerve, your mouth gets dry. Yeah, and there's a time where they take you out of your green room, but yeah. you don't go on yet. And yeah. that time, I just assumed they're taking me out of the green room. I You're can't take around. my water. Right. So, but I ended up standing behind a curtain for five minutes waiting to <laughs> right, go. Right. And my mouth got so fucking dry. So I told Anthony, take the bottle with you. Yeah. Don't put it down no, until right huge, when you man. go out. And it makes a difference. That made a world of difference. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was huge. Um, so then, yeah, they, they, they bring me out. I'm in that staging area. And then uh, I, I'm nervous. I don't know what way I'm going to be nervous when I go yeah. out there. But I know that I, I have nerves. I have the water, which is, was a big help. And then right before I'm about to go on, he comes backstage. Colbert does. Colbert comes oh, backstage and just goes, hey, man, so happy you're doing the show. And that's when my whole energy changed. From nerves to I'm going to go out and I'm having a great time. I'm doing Colbert. And I don't know if you had this feeling, but I had this feeling of like, well, now I'm joining the ranks of comedians who have done a late night. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. And... And in my head, I went, this is what we do. Right. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's what, we're, this it's is what, what we're doing it for. We're doing. This is our job. This is our... Exactly. I was, I, I, it was less about me and more about the comedy collective of this is what comedians do. Yeah. We perform on late night television. And um, so that was going through my head when I walked And to out. me, that's so touching that he comes back there and he just was, gives you those words you yeah. need. And and Seth did a similar thing oh, you were saying because yeah. you were in the audience. You I didn't hear about this till later. Yeah, you couldn't see this. Seth came out and like did a whole Q&A with the audience right before I went up and then said like, that energy you just gave me, this guy's making his television yes. debut, give him that energy. Dude, it was crazy. And it's like, it's so great, because here's guys, Seth Meyers, Stephen Colbert, they're not necessarily stand-ups, but they're performers who have been where we've been. Yeah. You know, they've yes. been at the bottom, yeah. and they know what to say, they yeah. know what to do, they care. Yeah. And it's, it's a big deal. Yeah, they're not just professionals in the sense of that they are able to do the job in terms of telling jokes and being funny. 
they're professionals in the sense that they know how to manage emotions within people. Yeah. So they know, and like Colbert knew enough to be like, I've got to meet this guy before so that he's excited. Right. Seth Meyers knew enough to be like, let me do Q&A right. and get this crowd hot for this yeah. guy. Like that, that's professionalism on another level. Uh, so you go out there, you kill. It's great. Go, yeah. Go What's with- that set like? What's that feeling like? Uh, it's interesting because it's not the rhythm. It's it's a it's a different form of standup because it's not um, our jokes are built for comedy clubs. Yeah. So they're just they build 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 and then a big punch at the end. Yeah. But along the way there are smaller punches to keep the audience rolling to gain yeah. that momentum for the bigger one. But with the studio audience, the TV crowds aren't set up like that. They listen to the whole thing and then at the end they clap. Right. So it's a, an adjustment. It's a huge adjustment yeah. because it's a different. Like, your jokes are basically structured, I would say, like, uh, if we were just, to put them into noises, you know? Yeah. Your, your yes. jokes are, are structured like, doodle 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 bang! Right, and right. Then, and then, so doodle 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 bang! And totally. Bop, 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 bop! Bang! Yeah. And so what similar. happens is, on that first bang, yeah. they fucking clap. Yeah. And they clap for so long <laughs> yeah, that yeah. the momentum's lost. Yeah. So then the bop, 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 that in a yeah. club, you're That's fucking the rhythm ro- I'm working you're frothing with. Yeah. them up. You're, totally. You take that bang, then you totally. bop, 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 yeah, build, yeah, yeah. build, build, and then bang, kill, the, totally. kill them at the end. And, what, and it's hard to explain to a non-comic. But so you lose that on a late night session because yeah. they clap for the they first clap bang. For the first bang too long. Yeah, and too then long. they and then they just listen politely yeah. to the bop bop bop, yeah. and then you bang them, and then they clap again. Yeah, it's which so is awesome. great. But it's yeah. like a and we we talked about this on the last episode. The cool thing is, I think mm, now we're getting to the experience level where. We can play with audience reactions in clubs. In clubs, Because yeah. we know where it's coming. Right, We right. know how to build them up properly. Yeah. We know how to work them, to yeah. work the audience. And uh, so we talked about this on the previously discarded. <laughs> yeah. uh, it is fun to look forward to being a late-night veteran, right. like a Gary like Goldman, Goldman. Yeah, we're saying uh, yeah. Like a guy who does enough late-night sets where you can play with that reaction. Because yeah. that's a more fun reaction yeah. to play with, I think, yeah, where, yeah, you can, yeah. where you can oh, cut off yeah. their clapping yes. and keep talking because yeah. you know that's going to pay off bigger. Right. You know? But yeah. like, at the, in the, your us, first one, you have no fucking idea. You're just so happy. Yeah. You're like, yeah. you're clapping? Yeah. Thank God, this yeah. is going okay. Yeah. Okay, good. I just yeah. got four more minutes. I got to get through this yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. Um, so yeah, that was... And that's why, like, going back where you were like, how did you feel about it? It's like, well, it was it's it was a foreign reaction yeah. to me. So it's like I think I I feel good. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, like yeah, I don't yeah. really know. Yeah, yeah. Because if that was a set in a club, I would be like, I feel weird. Right, Cause right. Because that was just strange. Right. Yeah. Why did you guys do that? Why were yeah. you clapping so often? Right, right, right. right because right. they're not. The other thing is like, like when you get an a, a, an applause break in a club. Yeah. They've been built up to this frenzy level yeah that this hard laughter turns immediately into clapping it's like uh, very organic yes whereas late night it's weird it's this is what it is it's like laughing pause yeah clapping yeah you know and it's not frenzied clapping it's like yes it's 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 very pleased with you right they love it right but also they're they're in it they are in an unnatural environment they're at a tv the whole thing is unnatural yeah so it's like it's a very weird thing. No, yeah, that's where we're like the whole you being up there performing stand-up comedy. It doesn't make any sense in yeah. the scheme of the show. Like, it's a late-night talk show. There's celebrity guests. Yeah. There's a monologue, and then you come on with a microphone to do stand-up. None of it really makes sense. Like I, I don't know that I've ever seen a late-night set. Really, and part of this is because the laughter doesn't pick up as 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 loudly as your microphone obviously but right. i don't know I've, that i've ever seen a late night set where i would l- really compare it to killing in a club totally you know because totally when you different. kill a late night set it's different yeah it's not that same that that same sense of like when you see a guy like truly like a fucking murderer yeah. in a club the audience seems like they've tipped over an edge of control right they've lost control yeah, there's yeah, people yeah, 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 yeah. stomachs hurting yeah. like it's the best feeling right it's you the best feeling when that happens their eyes yeah wiping their over. eyes that they, they can't stop laughing totally. when we get into it's, the setup of the next joke energy yeah, yeah it's and and i don't know that that's really 
possible mm. in that scenario. No, because also for these people, the people in the audience are also like, I'm on TV. Yeah, you know, yeah, so yeah. Like, there is a there's a, some amount of decorum that they're working with on their behalf. Yeah, they're also like, here's celebrities in front of them, yes. a bunch of celebrities. They're away from home. Yeah, they're not. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. like a whole thing. The whole environment's very. It's foreign for everybody. Yeah, yeah. Every single person. Yeah, there. nobody. Like the only people like. Steve and the fucking band leader are the only guys that have ever done it before. Yeah. And Felicity Huffman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's doing fine. Yeah. Um, Oh, and that was the other thing. uh, Because we had to go back to this. The microphone thing. Yeah. The the decision. Yeah. So you you get a decision. And on Seth, they gave me a full lineup. That's insane. They told me I could do... They said uh, so I could have a lapel mic, which you, you have a lapel mic anyway, which is just the one that's attached to your clothing. You have that for pickups and... I right. think that's the primary TV mic yeah. anyway. Yeah. But you have that no matter what. But so then the decisions I was given or the choices I were given was I could use that alone. Right. I could have that plus a wireless mic that I just carried out. Right. Which is what I ended up going with. Right. Or I could have a wireless mic in a stand. Right. Or I could have a <laughs> wired mic in a stand. Yeah. And I went with just carry one out because I was like, well, I don't want to go no mic yeah. because I've never done that. Right. But I also don't want to have to deal with taking a thing out of a mic no, stand. totally. Because even in a normal show, that goes wrong sometimes. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah. turn yeah. it off or you uh, drop it. Yes. And so you went, what did they tell you? They just, they, they gave said you. They said, the options they gave me were wireless mic or no mic. And you go no mic like I a fucking no TED talk. <laughs> yeah, I went no mic like a TED talk. Because I I had gotten it in my head, and I think I just made this up, that there would be no noise that came out of the mic. The mic would just be a prop, and they have that for stand-ups, yeah. just for them to feel comfortable. Uh, so I, I, I just felt... And also, I, I thought I was going to be... Very, my number one concern was nerves. Yeah, of so course. So I thought this... If I held the microphone and it started shaking, it'd be a dead giveaway of my nerves. Yeah. So I immediately just said, no mic. I, and it was also a thing, too, where... I had to make decisions about outfit, people in the green yeah. room, people in the audience. Yeah. I just wanted to be done with decisions right. so I could focus right. on the set. So I just immediately said no mic. Right. And and uh, and but it, it, as I was doing it, it made sense because it doesn't a hundred percent feel like stand up. Yeah. So it felt okay for that part not to feel like stand up too. Yeah. If I'm lucky enough to do another one, I'm gonna yeah, try no mic. You do no mic. Yeah. I think so. Why I, not? Yeah. Right? No, no. I I would I would from here on out I would do the same thing yeah, because yeah. it's not. It's not, you're not in a club. You're not on yeah. top of the audience. Yeah, you're not yeah. moving around. It is a, you stand in one spot and you tell five minutes of jokes. Yeah. And you don't move. Uh-huh. So it is a different feeling. So why not continue the different feeling? Uh, well, you were, you were fantastic, man. At what point did you start feeling comfortable? Was it the first laugh? What, how was um, it? I, yeah, I mean, the first laugh, yeah. But I think even going out, I felt comfortable. And, and this would have been you if you were in town. I felt comfortable the minute I came on stage. And I saw James, Scott, Ryan. Well, I wouldn't Andrew. have been. I would have been in the back. So <laughs> I wouldn't. No, have but that's in. what really did it for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Because I saw my friends, and I went, "This is going to be okay. Yeah. If anything happens, they have it. Right, right. So it's going to be fine. Yeah. They're not going to let me fail. Uh, well, so I was from there. I was good. And then, uh, yeah, the other, the other thing to mention is you, you don't know what your body's going to do in that situation because yeah. you just uh, you never know how your body's going to react. You're going yeah. to be nervous. You just don't know what form that's going to take. Yeah. So for me, uh, what happened is that I, like, because people have been like, oh, you look so comfortable up there. Yeah. It's because my legs stopped working. Yeah. I was totally paralyzed. That's the thing, man. And uh, people think, I think sometimes people think, ah, I wish I could do what those stand-up comics do. They're immune to stage fright. <laughs> yeah. That's like, no, man. Like, we're just idiots. We yeah. don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah. I had, I had growing up, I had worse stage fright the than worst. anyone. Yeah. Horrible stage fright. I was uh-huh. afraid to talk in class. You just make a decision to be like, okay, what's the worst that could yeah. happen? Yeah, Are yeah, you, what, uh, I could faint. You know, that's <laughs> yeah. probably it. Yeah. That's probably the worst yeah, yeah, reaction yeah. nerves you had. Yeah. You could faint. And it's like... I've made the decision. Yeah. That like, all right, well, if I faint on national <laughs> TV someday, I do. Yeah. And I'll get up and I'll finish the goddamn yeah. set. Like yeah. that kid who, the Indian kid with the spelling bee. It'll be famous. <laughs> yeah. Best possible you, scenario. Best I possible hope I scenario faint. scenario is you yeah. faint. Yeah. And it becomes this memorable yeah. thing or a hero story. Yeah, maybe I can get a fucking agent if I faint it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we don't, we don't have any weird immunity to stage fright. No. It's just a matter of, now, it goes away like anything else. Like, right. I'm not... 
I no longer am nervous to do. It goes in stages. As you conquer things, you stop right. being like, you know, when I first moved to New York, I had a horrible stage fright at open mics. Me too. And then that goes away. Right. And then all of a sudden, a show stage fright right. goes away. And then all of a sudden, it's like, well, now I'm nervous to do a feature set because yeah. I don't know if, if I have the time. Yeah. Then that goes away. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You know, it's just you level up. Yeah. You level up. <laughs> this whole career is just different stages of being nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, but uh, we'll come back to finish out. I want to hear about what happened after the set. But you are listening to the Rad Dude Cast. Uh, this is 131B. We recorded a whole fucking episode before this that I think was better, but you'll never hear it. This is good, too, But this right? is good, too. I think uh, we've, uh, we've stuck to the, the basics of it pretty well. I'm here with the scourge of spiders everywhere. Captain Anthony Blackbeard DeVito. Uh, my name is Brendan Air. Greg is dead or at Side Splitters in Tampa tonight through Sunday. Probably dead. Tweet him at Greg Stone underscore. Tell him you're sorry to hear he died. Uh, follow us uh, or follow us at the Rad Ducast on Twitter. Share the podcast. Subscribe. Rate. Review on iTunes. By the way, go to our iTunes page. Read some of the more recent reviews. We've got great reviews. I haven't oh, been following man. up. We thank awesome. you guys for reviewing. Thank you yeah. for making us top on the charts. Not top, 79th, but uh, on the it. charts. Top to uh, me. I will be um, setting up a Patreon. Mm-hmm. And we'll have more details coming that next week. So you ha- if you have 5 bucks, 10 bucks, $100,000 to donate to us a month, uh, that would be great. Get that, Start <laughs> saving up. Uh, start saving. Start saving up. Uh, so, you do the set. First of all, i got to say... Uh, and for those of you outside of the comedy community, you you probably didn't see this. The outpouring of support oh, yeah. on Facebook, God, that must have felt felt great. Everyone, every comic posted how proud they were of you. Yeah, that was because, crazy. You know, I think it, you're just a guy who's been working at it. Right. You never complain. Right. You just put the work in. You write the jokes. Right. And everyone thinks you're a great comic. How did that feel to just see the, all of Facebook was, was covered? It was overwhelming. I mean, yeah. it was it was incredibly touching. Not a single person said anything to me when I did Seth Meyers. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. Um, Not a one. No, people said stuff mm, to you. Maybe my mother. No, no, no people said people stuff. People said yeah, yeah. stuff to you, man. People you like that? You like that? You the, the, just any any uh, yeah, any, any compliment is immediately. Well, but let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you how it was bad for me. <laughs> There was an outpouring of support for you. There was, but there was an outpouring to you, the likes of which I've never seen, and it was touching. It really was was exciting. Um, Yeah, it was. uh, Like I said, I was on the road. Yeah. So when all these things, all the Facebook comments, all the tweets, all these things were coming through, the texts and stuff like that. I yeah. So the minute I got to my hotel in uh, Saratoga Springs, I looked at my phone, and yeah, I mean, I just you know almost started crying. It was it was it was amazing. It was so much, and you deserve it, and. I took a personal lesson. I really had a breakthrough last week. Um, oh, yeah. This is good to share. I, I had a breakthrough last week because I I didn't get something comedically right. that I thought I was going to get and right. that I wanted. That was a right. big career thing that I right. wanted. And I didn't get it. And uh, you doing that, I had this breakthrough that, like, not only was I happy for you. Right. Um, but I realized, like, oh, if I'm going to sustain in this industry, this right. industry... It's show business, man. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, constant yeah. reject. The totally. most successful people in our business are rejected more often than than they are not. Yeah. Over their whole course of the career, like yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. now they're mostly told yes, but but still. But over the course of the career, you're going to have way, way more, more rejections. Yeah. And so if I'm going to be sustained in this, it's important for me that I can't just be happy for you. Right. I I realized last week, like, no, your success is my success. Yeah. Like that's I'm. It's it's as if, like this is a solitary thing we do, right, yeah. right? But I am now choosing to think of it as if I'm a member of a team, right? Because yeah. that makes that's what it is. We totally, yeah. we went to mics together. Yeah, we do this every week together. You know, we've talked about jokes yeah. together. We've supported each other through right. through times when things didn't go that well. Right. And it's like, yeah, Anthony's doing. You're doing that. That is my success. That's you up there. Yeah, yeah, that you know, like it's your. It, and I don't mean to take the, anything away no, from no, you. No, that's no, not how I mean right. it. It's your jokes, it's your work, but, but it's like, yeah, that's all, my community. But do we all contribute yeah, to this thing? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, you're in the crowd at an open mic. I wasn't in look. the crowd at, 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 at the... <laughs> No, <laughs> no but it's I like know. everybody's in the crowd at an open mic that's either laughing or not laughing at the yeah. joke. You're giving people tags. You're yeah. going, that's funny. 
that's not funny. So when somebody gets something, everybody has contributed to that in their yeah. own way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it is a big deal when that happens. And it's because what we do is, it's a very unique thing. Yeah. So the community is smaller. So yeah. it's more tight-knit because of that. Yeah, well, that's a, it's sometimes, that's the other thing. If you're in this, if you're listening as a comedian or even in life, like, uh, in anything where there's a lot of rejection, like, you do have to remind yourself, like, ah, oh, this is normal. Yeah. Like, when you're rejected, that's normal. Right. Keep at it. Like, yeah, there's yeah. no, it's not anybody, it's not any, it's not anything, thousands of people haven't dealt with before right just walk through it yeah. keep doing it and it's fine because then it happens and you forget about all the rejection yeah you forget about it yeah. you yeah it doesn't uh so let's hope this recorded <laughs> yeah yeah do you think it did i think it, well we have the phone yeah How but I, that probably hour? sounded like shit yeah that's been an hour no, i think I the last one was better what do you good. think yeah the last one was better because it was new for us yeah but this one i think for the fact that we recorded a full hour of basically the same conversation to duplicate it, I think we did pretty well. It was very boring for me because I knew all your answers. <laughs> no, I know. And I knew yours. Mm. But um, I think we did a pretty decent job. We gave the people what they needed. Oh, we got to talk about the after thing. No, nah, there's no time. <laughs> That's cool. Okay, I so after. So you're so done yeah. with the set. So what do you do? You set. walk out of there. Greg's Greg's crying. Walk out of there. The minute I come off, everyone's yeah, backstage. Yeah. They greet yeah. me. They hug me. Greg is crying his eyes out. Yeah. He, you know, he's pulling himself together. Yeah, it's yeah. very sweet. So then afterwards, we go to a bar for like an hour. And then I do another spot at Caroline's down the road an hour after that. Strictly because I thought if I did so bad on Colbert that I it would just, I was just trying to treat it like it's another spot. You're a lunatic. The one <laughs> night, the one night you could have took off, you say I got to go do it. No, but I had to for my yeah, own yeah, yeah. Uh, psychosis because like if I had treated it special, then it would have meant so much more. Yeah, right. And if I failed um, or it didn't go well, that would have the gravity would have became. So much greater. So much greater. So if I just, see for me, if I got another show after that, it's like, well, my first show didn't go great. It just happened to be on national television, <laughs> and my second. But thank God, I have two shows today. For me, I I couldn't have done that. Like, if it had gone bad, I would have canceled my Caroline spot. To for my our our, I think our psyches are so different. Like you go for the immediate recovery. Yeah. I go for the like. The only recovery I gotta hide for a while. I gotta <laughs> I, go be in my room and yeah. you know. Um, well, I do that too. If the immediate if the immediate recovery isn't available, then I would choose yeah, that option. Yeah. But it was so I so I did that, and then um, so I go down the street. Uh, people on the show, uh, you know, Jono, Mama Walla. So you're 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 down the street. It's a at showcase Caroline's, show. And what do those guys say? Are those guys like, what the fuck are yeah, you doing here? Yeah, they're like, we thought there was a mistake on the lineup. Uh, um, and they, is it a good show? No, it's ten people. Series of different hecklers. Everybody's heckling in their own way. I go. You go from literally the top yeah. of the world. Millions of people watch totally. Colbert to 10 people, 30% of which are hecklers. Already against me before yeah, yeah, yeah. I even hit the mat. <laughs> so then uh, they bring me, my mom brings me up. He goes, you're not going to believe this. This guy literally an hour ago taped Colbert. Two people in the audience go, we were at the taping. So... <laughs> <laughs> So now they see me in this capacity immediately. Not even, like, you know, maybe a month later. No, within the hour. So they're they're leaving Colbert like, this guy's a celebrity. He probably only does arenas. Yep. And they just see you at the shittiest show. That's like, I was in Syracuse one time and yeah. just murdered. Yeah. Murdered yeah, a show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Headlining. And uh, the people, they're like asking for autographs on the way out. And then my car breaks down. I call a tow truck. The tow truck driver was at the show and just sees this guy who he thought was like something yeah, special. I got in my shitty Jetta. I got no money. I'm calling my mom. I'm uh, fucked. Yeah. And I garbage in the back of my car and he's just like what the fuck is this <laughs> this isn't a good job these people have <laughs> yeah oh it's unbelievable um so yeah so that was it and then um yeah once again yeah just want to thank everyone for the outpouring of support about the set and stuff it's been uh so nice and if you're in tampa 
Yep. Tonight through Sunday, Greg may be at side splitters with Joe List, or he might be dead. He might be dead in the ground. I assume that he's dead, so please send messages to Greg's Twitter just telling him how much you love him, yeah. you miss him, and you appreciate him. sorry to hear he's dead. Sorry to hear he's dead. Yeah. Also, if you are new to the Rad Dudecast, we don't ever do this. No, a, a straight talk episode is very unusual. Very unusual, but uh, Greg's not here, so we figure we take the opportunity to talk about uh, what it's like to do a late night stand-up set. and uh, Save if, that Patreon money up. Oh, yeah, and if you're... And if you um, have been listening to the podcast, thank you, obviously. Wow, for our... you've never had any kind of earnest <laughs> input to our listeners, and now you've got four fucking things to tell them. <laughs> well, What's no, this wanna... about thank you? Okay, great, thank you. I want to thank them. But then I also, uh, we'll be back to business next week. Oh, back to yeah, business yeah, as yeah. usual. This is just a one-off. We're not going to become WTF. This yeah. is just, we're doing this for this week. What the fuck gets? What what did they say? Like hey, I don't know. I haven't uh, listened in a while. Yeah. Anyway, what? Good night, fuckers. <laughs> <laughs>